Salam, everyone. Mm. This is Hanan and Haifa. Mm. And you're listening to Hoodies mm. and Headscarves. Mm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back. Okay, if all went well, <laughs> you should have heard an acapella version of our, oh, Lord. Um, what's it called? Our intro. Our intro. Um, cause if, I mean, hopefully this is going up either before Ramadan or maybe the beginning of Ramadan. We'll see. We'll see. What are we talking about this episode, Hanan? I mean, Ramadan's coming up, so like, you know, Ramadan prep. Facts, facts. Maybe reminiscing about past Ramadans, Mm -hmm. past couple of years. Mm -hmm. Let's get right into it. I feel like we should do goals. Um. Okay. Okay, but let's do like a little bit of backstory first, maybe. I know. Okay, mm-hmm. last Ramadan for me was a hot mess. It was awful. I was just like, I was busy with school and some other, and it was our first Ramadan, like, quote unquote, post pandemic, post quarantine, like heavy quarantine. So we yeah, were just yeah. kind of back and everything was just kind of fully thrown, even though classes were still online. I don't know how that was working. But um, it was very rough for me. I did not take advantage of it as much as I was hoping to and the Ramadans before that were also those were quarantine or that was quarantine Ramadan and I know some people enjoyed like, that yeah some people enjoyed that but not? it was no really because it was like I wish I would have taken more advantage of it but it was literally just like uh, us and our family just stuck inside all day every day 24 7 and it wasn't, okay, yeah, it yeah. just wasn't that special. I mean, yeah, it wasn't that special. Okay, but what what else would you usually be doing be doing in the summer at home? Like, over summer break? If it was Ramadan I mean, Ramadan the at summer, the masjid. You know? At the masjid. We were That's just the only difference house. is just that it's having a thought at the masjid and praying at the masjid. Yeah, but even still, like, you have things to do. It was very much like, you know, during the pandemic, none of us, I feel like a lot of us weren't productive. Like, you have all this time in the day. But because there's so much time in the day, you're not, I don't know, something about having zero to do all day, every day, okay, makes me but... the least productive person on the face of the earth. Yeah, okay, I can, I see where you're coming from, but like, why are we measuring our lives in productivity? I mean, yeah, I get that, but that's the whole point of Ramadan, is like, not productivity in the capitalist sense, like, how do I make more money and dollars and all of that, I think... I've reframed my meaning of productivity to mean, like, things that are fueling my my mind and my spirit and my body as well. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, Ramadan, specifically when I say productivity, I mean the amount of time, like, the amount of time that we spend in prayer, reading Quran, doing good deeds, you know? Yeah. Like, that's what I mean, being productive. Like, being a productive Muslim, basically. Right, okay. But, like, so how was having that much time in the day, like, make you not feel productive? I don't know. It's just, like, you know how during the school year, you're, like, go, 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 go. I'm so, like, you're just overly tired and burnt out, but you're getting stuff done. And then, for example, right now I'm in spring break. I've done nothing. Like, nothing. Like, I have all day to do. I'm like, oh, I have all this time to do my hobbies and see my friends. I haven't done anything. So, like, having that much time makes it easier to, like, waste time? Yeah, I guess. And then, yeah. So, I think it was that and a product, a combination of uh, 
like being stuck at home and like just like bad mental health and fear yeah, and I stuff like you. that that made it very awful. I think I was just going crazy. <laughs> Couldn't focus yeah. on I was just stressed about a lot of different things during that time. So I didn't enjoy that on the lawn. <laughs> I like can relate to that. I mean, we were in the same house. But um, I don't know. I think that that Ramadan was like, maybe just for me, like especially at, at night, I felt like I was pretty productive. Yeah. Yeah. And I liked being, I liked spending it with like the family and like having a thought and like on like our f- living room floor, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. just sitting on like a mat with every, like everyone together and everything. Like it was nice. Yeah. It got old in my opinion. But okay, for context, um, in our community, we only have one masjid in our town, but it's a very tight knit community, very diverse community. So, what's nice is that during Ramadan, we have iftar every single night at the masjid, and each night, like a different, uh, like nationality or ethnicity volunteers yes. to cook. So, for example, we'll have for the entire masjid, yeah, so it's yeah. like. One night it'll be Saudi food or African food or Pakistani food or Turkish food. Every single night it's like something different. It's always so good. Delicious and it's free and it's (laughs) it's just good vibes on good vibes basically. Um, So uh, for as long as I can remember my childhood was spent at the masjid just chilling and vibing and eating iftar and running outside in the dark and yeah you remember when we would play like soccer on like the little like the little yard yeah just like uh, between between iftar and aisha yeah those are the best times bro like that is genuinely what made ramadan special for me and i think Mm -hmm. having that taken away these past two years is rough to say the least um but inshallah this ramadan Things will go back to normal, so we can go back to having our masjid iftars and seeing our friends. Yeah. Yeah. How, okay, so quarantine year, I guess, compared to last year. Mm-hmm. What What do you think is, like, what was what happened there? Was it better or worse? They both sucked for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm saying this, like, in hindsight. I mean, no, at the time I was like, yeah, this kind of sucks. Not that it sucks, but I'm just like... I don't feel like I'm living up to my best, my potential. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I feel like, I feel like for me last year was kind of worse just because like, that was my first Ramadan, like not my first Ramadan away from home, but like my first Ramadan after moving to Boston away from home. Sure. Right. And this was, this was also post-COVID. I mean, not post-COVID, but, like, after COVID had hit. So, like, actually, no, I think it was getting worse at that point. But I just, like, was fasting by myself, essentially. Mm. Didn't have very many opportunities to, like, break fast with other people. Yeah. Um, But at least I only spent, like, half of it here. And then the second half, I went home mm-hmm. and, like, got to go to the masjid a little bit and like spend time with my family and like pray, like have um aid with everyone and all of that so it yeah. was it was somewhat nice but it definitely was not as like i don't i don't i didn't do as much as i could have spiritually i guess yeah yeah and that I, I, as i wanted to yeah 
And I feel like, I mean, hopefully we're all increasing in our Iman as we, like, grow older. So I feel like that's another reason why we're looking back in hindsight and we're like, ugh, like, I was so unproductive in my Iman. Oh, it's it's also because more of it was, like, during classes. Oh, well, yeah. But it's only going to continue to be more so when the school year is time goes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm also not in classes this semester, so it's different. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. So, moving along. What are our goals and how are we planning to achieve them for next Ramadan? I'm very excited to talk about this because I have... Go ahead. Okay, so Go in ahead, the past, sis. we have, like, I think it's like a... Maybe it is a culture. I think it's partially cultural, but also just... I mean, a lot of people do this. They try to finish the entire Quran during Ramadan. Yeah. And this yeah. is something that my parents, my mom always try to like teach us to do um but as someone who obviously as a, as a kid oh like as a teenager i guess like i knew how to read quran so it was that wasn't the issue it was just like i had a really bad attention span and to sit there and consistently read four pages after every single salah like every single day that was just something that like I couldn't do <laughs> like especially considering like you have to understand that we don't understand Arabic so just sitting there and reading and reading and reading and reading and reading is not like the easiest task and I understand that it's a month of the Quran and we should try our best but like it's hard and so every single Ramadan without fail I would read a couple pages and I'd be on my game for like a solid six seven days and then I fall off and I'm like, okay, yeah. it's okay, I'm only off one juice. I can catch up, I can catch up. And then yeah. another day goes by another day goes by and I'm behind two and I'm behind three and I'm behind four and eventually I get so disappointed and like yeah. I just I give up. And I think that sets me back big time and my motivation to do better and you know. Yeah. And it uh, it affects it kind of affects Morale. like That's everything else. Yeah. Too. Exactly. Like, you know, actually, first off, I, like, after reaching a certain age, you know, you you gotta read more than a juz a day, um, cause you're not fasting the entire like month. Mm. So you know when you're on, when you're on your period, you're not gonna touch stuff or on right. So like, mm. I would like try to read like a juz and a half a day. That way, I could get ahead. Mm-hmm. when I'm not praying and then even then like you you get ahead you get far enough ahead that you don't have to like cram all all whatever it is that like the last couple days at the end of the month you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. but that's also hard like it's, it's kind of a lot yeah <laughs> especially like- if you like I like to set time aside like you know I, at this time during the day I will like just focus on like reading Quran instead of like after every single salah like mm. read this many pages because sometimes you're just tired yeah but also i can't do that like i try and read to a every friday and sometimes mm. sitting there for like that half an hour that it takes to get through that surah like i need to take a break every five minutes because i'm like i can't do this <laughs> and then i'm like i go on twitter for five minutes and then i come back and i read another two three pages i'm like i need to take a break because it's so like, it's difficult. Like, even if you it know how difficult. to read, it, it's so hard to just sit there and read and read these words that you don't understand. Yeah, I know. But that's why you also have to be, like, you have to try to understand it, too. Like, what I've been doing recently is not just, like, I don't ever just read the Arabic anymore. I read 
the translation oh, that's too. That's so much time. Yeah, it is. It is, but like you gain, you gain so much more from it. Yeah, but yeah. So actually, that's a great segue. I've decided to, especially now that basically, <laughs> this is so unfortunate. But Eid literally falls the week of finals. I think it's on the day of one of my finals, actually, which is. Wow. I'm gonna try and move that, of course, but. Yeah, literally Eid is like the month of, or the week of finals. So that entire month beforehand is going to be preparing for finals and presentations and et cetera, et cetera. So I don't know. On one yeah. hand, I'm like, you know, I need to like balance my time to like try and do well in my classes. But on the other hand, I'm like, am I trying to prepare yeah. for my final exams or the final day, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, yeah, really, really tough decisions are having to be made. <sighs> yeah, anyway, <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> anyway, um, so I feel like, I, like I, I don't know. I feel I know people like I know people who have not fasted because they were like taking exams or like taking finals and it's like bro makes it harder to <laughs> get out of here i guess i get don't know out. but i feel like i feel like fasting actually helps because you don't have to worry about anything else outside of like prayer yeah you just have to pray and you you can study that's it oh my god like, but there you don't were have times... to worry about cooking or that's eating true or... going to the bathroom no need yeah to um there were times last year <laughs> when i was like mid-final like I was taking a final at like four PM one time. Last mm-hmm. during last Ramadan and I was literally I was like, I'm about to pass out. I'm about to pass out. I was wow. delirious. I was like rereading <laughs> questions five times. I was like, I can't do this, I can't do this. <sighs> oh my god. And those are open note too. Wow. Um Yeah, no, I feel like yeah, I mean I did well. I mean, that's good. Like you got God on your side, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the entire point. Like, imagine yeah. the amount of Medica like you get just for fasting during your yeah exams. and uh, like studying is is um ibadah too you know and those so, du'as like, that you make that are going to be answered just make du'a for good grades <laughs> right shouldn't be that hard <laughs> anyway no i i literally don't think it like i think it helped that i like had finals during Ramadan. you know last mm. year mm-hmm. plus it it forces you to be so much more productive with your time. That's I keep telling my friends, I'm like, mm-hmm. we're literally going to have to be hyper-productive this Ramadan. Like, no more watching TV shows while I'm doing more homework. Just, like, get do your homework and get it done so that you can That's have the thing. time like, you to should be, relax you should... and also, like, do it better. You should probably should not be watching as much TV and stuff while you're, like, in Ramadan anyway. So, yeah. like, that definitely helps, you know? Yeah. Okay, anyway. That's, okay, hope. that's another thing. Just, like, planning on not watching, like... Forms of entertainment that are not, like, that are just kind of a waste of time, you know? Yeah. Like, TV, movies, music, like... Yeah. It's not something that you have to do. Like, not everyone does that, but that's something that I try to do is not watch as much or not listen. I don't listen to music during the Ramadan. Yeah. We'll come back to that. But... Okay. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, the Quran. <laughs> um, I... I think... I'm going to try my best to read the entire translation of the Quran. There you go. From back to front. I know, right? Because, <laughs> you know, we hear, we hear, it says in the Quran, um, <laughs> that you're supposed to, like, actually listen to the Quran and, like, contemplate it and think over 
and the meaning and applying mm-hmm. it to your life and teaches to other people yeah. and how are we supposed to do that when we like reading the reading of the quran is not i mean of the, the translation is not emphasized in our cultures you have so many people who are like half it and like that's so great and that's like amazing mashallah but like a lot i mean i don't want to say i don't want to speak on other people but like <laughs> i don't know how many people like have read the translation and take it to heart and carry it with like i don't know i think that's yeah. the whole point of being a habit right yeah but anyway um i feel like yeah we do a lot of like memorization when we're kids but not a lot of actually like reading quran and its meaning and i think that's partially because the the meaning of the quran has been large the translation i mean has been largely inaccessible until like recent times if anybody has the clear quran Mm -hmm. um and you read like the prologue of it it talks about how like they didn't translate the quran like the only people who translated the quran like in the olden days were like literally christian missionaries and like weird like other people who had no idea of the context and all these other things and they just like translated things completely wrong just like made Islam look really bad basically um and Mm -hmm. that was because people didn't want to they didn't want like the translation to become the quran like kind of like the bible the bible is not in english (laughs) but (laughs) i was in dollar tree you know they sell bible at the dollar tree wait they sell the bible at the dollar tree (laughs) (laughs) But no, I didn't know this idea that. that was like that's genius. Some good dawah right there. We need to get the Quran's <laughs> in Dollar Tree. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, what was I saying? The Bible was not in English, <laughs> so but that has become the Bible that is known by everyone, right? So I guess people fear that happening with the Quran. I really hope I'm not speaking out of my butt right now. Um, but I'm pretty sure it was talking about how they didn't want the translation to like. I don't know, they didn't want the, like, original Arabic to become obsolete or something like that. They didn't want the translation to become become the Qur'an. Yeah, the, yeah. The Qur'an. That, so that makes sense. Because I feel like, because, you know, like, the the Bible, like, there's so many different, like, versions of it, you know? Yeah, Where it, exactly. Like, it's not even, like, the same thing as, like, I don't know. There's They're literally not even the same. <laughs> yeah. And I guess they don't, I mean, that's fair that they wouldn't want that to happen to the Qur'an. But yeah. that's just meant that's it was just so inaccessible to so many people it's just so unfortunate because the way that i mean the vast majority of converts that i hear they're like yeah, i read the quran and i realized that it was the truth and that's when i converted but not everybody mm-hmm. speaks arabic so like you know anyway even people who do speak arabic like it's not the same it's yeah not like, it's not it's still not accessible to arabs either you know yeah that's true that's true unless you like studied it studied it Anyway, yeah, yeah. what was I saying? I'm trying to read the Quran. Um, the entire translation from front to back. Um, so that's one of my goals. Because I feel like in my mind, if I could read Kite Runner in three weeks, and that's like some <laughs> 350 pages, the Quran, the clear Quran, is only, it's less than 400 pages. I feel like if I really put my mind to it, I could I could probably get it done, hopefully. Speaking into existence. Why oh are you God. comparing those two things? Stop a lot. No, no, no. I just meant in terms of pages. God okay, yeah. Anyway. Sure. Um, so that's one of my goals. And I feel like that'll be more hmm, reasonable. I think because like, I can actually understand it. You know what I'm saying? And like, apply it to my life. And 
It's interesting. Like, I read it sometimes, and I'm like, oh, that was kind of cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, literally. Yeah. So that's one of my goals. And I encourage you, if you're listening to this and you haven't been able to complete, like, reading the entire Quran before, maybe try the English version. <laughs> the English, not the English version. <laughs> the translation, the translation. Um, not the English version. No, God forgive me. So that's one of mine. What are what are your, what's one of your goals? Y'all might have known. I mean, we have mentioned it in like a previous episode that I'm not like in classes right now. I'm on co-op, which is just like a lengthy internship, you know. So like I'm working full time, and this is the first time on that, that I'm doing that. So it should be interesting. I don't know how much free time I'll have. I because I always get home from work and I don't feel like doing anything. So. I mean, inshallah, like, I will ha- find the time and energy to, you know, be productive during Ramadan, spiritually productive or whatever. Um, but I think I want to, I'll try to um, kind of do the same thing as you, just at least to at least read the um, translation of the Quran, because I feel like every time I go through it, there's like some ayahs that are just so profound and it's like, Dang, like, I need to write this down or, like, mm-hmm. keep this in my... Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And annotate so, it, too. Like, I'm trying to do that. Exactly. So, like, I need to, like, actually do, like, do a better job of that. Because I always say that and then I don't write it down or keep track of it or anything. And it's like, dang, like, I should have... Yeah. Like, what if I want to go back to it later? So, I think I'm going to try to do that. And I don't... I'm not going to put, like, too much pressure on myself to finish it. But, like, I'm yeah. going to try and show them all. Yeah. That's always a good plan. Oh, one of my goals from last Ramadan was to memorize the 99 names of Allah. I got about yeah. five. Um, <laughs> and I didn't even know the meaning. You know, I did... <laughs> what? Um, moving on. How many? <laughs> five. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's an Ashid. No, I'm not going to say Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, We're not going to do it for that right I now. I got but like, I know what you're talking about. a minute of it memorized out of like yeah four, no, same. Actually, that's not too bad but i didn't know the meeting so it's kind of useless i had a good number of them memorized i don't i yeah. could not tell you what half of them meant no but, like i had the i had the the machine you know sometimes like, playing in my head yeah sometimes i i teach um i'm back at teaching back teaching at sunday school excuse me. um i love it they drive me crazy sometimes. anyway um <laughs> sometimes like like during the younger kids lessons like they'll like read a story and we'll read it together blah, blah, blah. and then i'll have like one of allah's names i'll be like allah is uh or something and mm. i'll have like the guardian under it oh it's me from the future that is wrong that is incorrect Exhibit A, clearly I need to memorize these names ASAP because Al-Muhaymin is the guardian and Wadi is the protector. It's kind of close enough, but no, not at all. I'm like reading, I'm like, oh, okay, good to know, noted. I'm like, we're making a mental note in my mind. I'm like, okay, I'm going to remember this. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so maybe we'll keep the, the, the goal kind of low. We'll just do five with the meaning. No, <laughs> maybe ten. I'll write them on flashcards. I bet I could get it done. No, 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 because I'm thinking about it now, right? I'm taking Arabic. And I, for example, this last unit we had, we've only been at it for like a month. And I memorized 45 words. So I really have no excuse for why I wouldn't be able to memorize at least like 20 names of Allah with a meaning. So mm-hmm. I built it 20. <laughs> um, okay. So there's another one. Okay, we need to go faster. Why are we so slow at this? Um, 
Okay, go. <laughs> Next one. Um, another one of my goals is just to like be more involved in like the community here, just like being more social, being being like going to more iftars and stuff than I did last year, which is like mm-hmm. I went once maybe. But yeah. like because I have more of like a social network I would say now than I did then so like it's gonna be easier to like go to MSA iftar and go to the masjid and pray tarawih at the mosque with with friends and whatever so just being able to like connect with the community more I guess Mm -hmm. that's a good one oh I need to I mean obviously if this wasn't already like said before I mean I want to start reading Quran like in the morning when I wake up, I tried like incorporating that into my morning routine recently. It did not last for more than two days, but I want to try to establish that into my morning routine, like reading Quran every day, um, like after Fajr. Oh, I also want to pray to Fajr every single night, even if it's like just two, like like not including Jadawi. I'm gonna try and pray yeah, yeah. As, as often as I can, hopefully every night. Yeah, that's a good and one. Yeah, I want to try to do that too, but also, like, I really don't know. I, we're just going to have to wait and see, because working a 9 to 5 and then going to, like... That's what I'm saying. A, huh? No. Maybe I just got to start taking naps when I get home from work. Mm, that might be the, the move. The move, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm making all these plans, and I'm like, is this even feasible? <laughs> Honestly, because I want to go to, like, iftars. I want to go, like pray tarawih and whatever and like stay like wake up before fajr and pray to hajjud and whatever i mean it's just a lot it's that's a yeah. lot of sleep i'm losing right there mm-hmm. oh i have a good one i want to um memorize there's i saw this thing where it's like 300 words make up 80 percent of the quran or like you'll hear yeah. these like variations like 200 words is uh whatever 75 percent i want to memorize like 50 of those or something i want to start my memorization journey i don't know memorization journey memorization <laughs> of those words yeah i feel like i been taking arabic for almost two years i have more or less you know actually uh, yeah that's a good point that's one of the reasons why I think it's like really good to read the Arabic along with the translation because you start to see those words that are like repeated yeah. and you you really you understand like oh that's what that means and then when you see yeah. it the next time it's like yeah I know what that means so yeah. like just like reading them together or just like having like you know how there's like the word by word translation stuff oh yeah yeah those are really helpful for that reason yeah yeah maybe I'll incorporate more of that into yeah. Yeah. Wait, let also, me finish. Continue. I was saying that, like, after taking Arabic for two years, I have more or less an idea of, like, basic grammatical structure. I should hope so. Um, <laughs> right. So, I think now it's just like, like, I'll be listening or reading to some stuff. I'm like, hold on. I actually understood that. So, mm-hmm. I feel like it's time to, like, like, for real, like, invest in my, invest in this knowledge. Because the whole point of taking Arabic, I mean, the main purpose was to be able to understand the Quran. So I feel like now all I have to do is just like memorize those words and it'll help like it'll take me a long way I think if it's oh, 300 words only 300 words is 80% of the Quran. And that's the whole point it was made like that so that it would be easier for people to learn it. Okay, yeah, but you see where your your like line of thinking I guess is faulty is where like taking an Arabic class like Arabic class you learn how to speak. It's like I mean it's 
It's still Arabic, but like you have to take Quranic Arabic to like actually yeah, yeah, learn, yeah. learn, yeah, like understand the Quran. Yeah, I mean it's that different. wasn't the only reason for taking Arabic. Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. the language, but it yeah. definitely has helped. It's, it's, yeah, it does anyway. help for sure. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say, <laughs> I didn't tell you about this, but um, so I like apparently. Okay, so I work in, like, a suburb of Massachusetts. And one thing about Massachusetts is that it's very um, white outside of Boston. I'll just say that. So, like, my boss, my, like, the people, a lot of the people that I work with, like, when I tell you the, my first week there, like, I I got so many stares just because I'm, not only am I black, but I'm also hijabi. And I promise you, most of those people I've never seen one or the, no. <laughs> <laughs> they probably seem black people. They never seen a hijabi, uh-huh. so I got so many stares. And I'm tell like my boss has had so many questions about like hijab and Islam and all of this stuff. So I was literally explaining to him the other day like what hijab is and like ex- about Ramadan and and fasting and everything, which was like it was it was actually really ni- like a nice um teaching moment, uh-huh. you know, opportunity sure. to spread um or you know dawa whatever um but it what's nice is that he's like pretty like supportive i guess not just of you know supportive in general but also like he was like oh i'm a pushover so like you know if you if you need a little break while you're fasting like (laughs) it's fine you know yeah so i appreciate that and just being able to like you know take it a little bit easier during Ramadan. so yeah Bro, it's at times like these where we really wish that we were kicking it in a Muslim country. And the right. work slash school day ends at 3 p.m. I don't know. <laughs> work ends at 3 p.m. Isn't that crazy? They just 3 p.m. They up and leave. Ugh, I wish. Anyway, moving on. Okay, we're going to try and get these kind of quick. But Wait, I thought of can a couple I say, more. Can I ask you a question really quick? Unrelated. Would you rather have like two hours less of work every day or have Fridays off? Fridays off. I mean, I have Fridays off right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, imagine you work from 9 to 5. Would you rather work Ew. from 9 to 3 every day? Ooh. Or 9 to 5 and have Fridays off? Do I get to go to Jemma if I work 9 to 3? Um, You can go out 3. <laughs> Ew. That's just on a public. 9 to 5 is so... Like, 5 is late by the time I get home. There's no time to go out. I feel like 9 to 3 probably. Yeah. But I need a lunch break for Jamal. Even her just have to go. And come okay, back. yeah, your lunch. Yeah, you can go on lunch. Okay, fair. <laughs> All right. Okay. Anyway, let's continue. More goals. <laughs> um, on the note that you were talking about earlier, like getting involved, um, I like try and be pretty involved at my masjid. Um, but I think I want to like take it up a level, pull, like take on more volunteer roles. Um, and what else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like maybe clean consistently or like do a thing where i like clean once a week for an Mm -hmm. hour at least with my friends or something like that or with the community so maybe do something like that um another one is dress i feel like last ramadan i was like okay i'm gonna kick it up a level with my modesty like i don't know what what i was trying to do but then it just like didn't happen and then i found myself like worried about like i can't believe it's ramadan and i'm dressing just like like this not that it was immodest, but it just, like, wasn't, eh, you know, wasn't anything special. So, 
this Wait, year. what do you mean by that? Like, like, like I was just wearing like dusty sweats and a hoodie and like, Okay, so like not like dressing down. Not even dressing You're dressed down, down. Just like like it was it wasn't up to the modesty standards that I have now. Okay. Is all I'll say. You know, they weren't like skinny like leggings, <laughs> but like they were also like now I only wear like wide leg stuff basically and those were not necessarily wide leg. But yeah, and I just was like I can't believe I'm just like dressing exactly how I was before, like I don't know. So You mean like from like from before Ramadan? Before Ramadan, just yeah. Ramadan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this year I feel like if I just like take it up a step then I can spend less time worrying about how I'm dressing, just like actually doing other more productive stuff. So I was thinking actually of doing Rabai's slash dresses slash super modest all in the long. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, I feel like it'll be it'll be a good chance to challenge myself and like not care about what other people think. Cause like basically, I used mm-hmm. last semester I wore Rabai's. I mean, I wear Rabai's on Friday, but last semester I had a class on Friday. But classes will I mean, campus is empty basically on Friday except for a couple rooms so basically no one saw it um, you mean your school yeah yeah that's what i meant and not that i wear it to show it off to other people i'm just saying i wasn't that far out of my comfort zone because there was barely anybody on campus so this semester i'm chung yeah 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 because yeah. i i've said it before i go to a very white very not diverse <laughs> school um so it can be obviously kind of awkward and I don't know, you feel you might feel insecure walking through the halls just in a bio and no one else. Especially, especially like at the business school. Especially at the school I'm at, yeah, yeah. Um, like the college that I'm at. This is not yeah. gonna make any sense to people abroad. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a university and then there's the different schools or colleges within that university. Yeah. So like not the all university business school college of arts and sciences whatever else yeah i think you know i feel like it's a good thing that we actually explain this because most of our listeners are in the uk that's true yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah basically most of the people at my school are like white male privilege you get the idea so yeah so this semester i've been trying to challenge myself for like like monday when i go to Frederick club i'm not gonna explain what that is it's exactly what it sounds like Frederick club <laughs> so I'll, like, keep my abaya on because I park at the masjid and just, like, go to class in, in my abaya. I'm changing the pronunciation of it every time I say it, and that's annoying me. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I want to, like, take it a step further and, like, really challenge myself and just, just like that, like, everywhere I go. Like, I'm fine with... This is an issue... Not the issue, but, like, I think that's the hardest part of being a hijabi is... Or putting it on at school. It's so easy to wear out in public, but something about wearing it in school is so difficult. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, but anyway, okay. So dressing more modestly, not necessarily about it, but you get the idea. I said getting involved in this shit. Um, reading more Islamic books if I have the chance. Um, there's a lot of. Let me actually yeah, throw out some recommendations for people that want to hear some. I literally have had. I have literally had um secrets of divine love for like the longest time and i still haven't read it <laughs> yeah so i've had that book for like over a year over a year almost a year and mm. i still haven't read it completely i mean i barely started it so yeah 
We're gonna um, work on that. <laughs> uh, let's throw out some recommendations. Maybe do you have any? I mean, Secrets of a Divine Love. That's a good one. I've read a little bit of yours. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I heard Re- Reclaim Your Heart by Yasmin Mujahid. 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 Same difference. Yeah, no, I forget. Okay, Don't Be Sad. Um, Timeless Suits of Advice. That one's like a super short read. I like to like... That's the one like, that you that have? One is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's I like so that. It's so good. It's so good. They're literally like two sentences long though, so it's nice to like have someone there you can discuss it or like read one right before you go to bed or something. That was really nice. Um, what else? The Productive Muslim. Light Upon Light. Prayers of the Pious. Allah Loves. I got one, that one for my friend. Um, big Little Steps. But yeah, those are some of my recommendations if you wanted. So I <laughs> don't know how helpful those are because I haven't read any of them. Um, but yeah. Um, oh, let's go back to the topic of music and like entertainment okay. and stuff. So I feel like there's so many ways that you could like improve upon. Like if you're listening to music, just like don't listen to music during Ramadan. Replace it with <laughs> there's there's niches. yeah you can replace it with mm-hmm, or like podcasts or yeah just like what we were talking about earlier memorizing the 99 names like you can put on the the nasheed like you could put on a, a nasheed on repeat and just like yeah. try to memorize the the names of Allah you know mm-hmm. yeah and if you listen to nasheeds with music listen to nasheeds without music like i mean without instruments. instruments yeah yeah i think that's what i'm gonna try to do like vocals only nasheeds for this one of on um i'm, I'm, I'm gonna just listen, listen to, to those podcasts. yeah that's what or, i usually do. yeah that's a good idea because it's a good way to like actually get the knowledge yeah yeah like almost Suleiman has like the little mini um things on spotify and yeah let's do some podcast podcast recommendations Oh, my podcast recommendations. I literally just listened to Hold My Hijab. Oh, so the the Digital Sisterhood. I can't talk. Um, couldn't recommend it enough. Love it. Um, very. Oh my God. Literally, that I say this all the time, but that podcast will literally inspire you to become a happy there. Um, and that's coming from someone who. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the best record with the memorizing Quran, but literally I finished and I was like, okay, let's get started on our half of journey. Let's go. Um, but yeah, it's a very good podcast. Okay. I like, I like from Yaqeen, you said, um, what was his name? Oh, a classic. I love his stuff. Oh, he, he, the like, Angels in Your Presence series. Uh-huh. Oh. I love his, the, series, the series on Prophet Muhammad so I'm like... He mm. is literally just like a like I don't know if it's if they do this every year, but like last year they just mm. did like every day just like learn like a little bit about like the pro- like what he would do like um oh, about yeah, his yeah. character like it was so like I love that was my favorite one yeah and the year before that it was and it's just like a couple minutes it's like less it's like around ten minutes probably less than that yeah and that's something super easy to listen to like exactly while somewhere or, like on a walk or something yeah in class. But yeah, so I think Yaqeen, like Omar Suleiman specifically, does like a series every year. If you guys remember, two years ago, like quarantine Ramadan, um, it was Angels in Your Presence. Mm-hmm. And we used to sit and watch that yeah. every day because they would drop a new video every day. And they were actually like, wow, so kind of like so 
inspiring and it would like really like it would like shock you in a way that coming from someone who back then i was not a big fan of like listening to sound like lectures yeah my mom always forced me to do um but wow that series sometimes i'll sit there and just like like a tear will come to my (laughs) so inspiring um but yeah and then i think last year was the prophet muhammad series which yeah. i'm surprised i didn't hear about that i need to go no literally to that. i love oh, that bro. that one was my favorite just because like you know how they're like oh how like the the order of like the people or like things you're supposed to love like obviously you're supposed to love allah the most and then it's prophet muhammad and then your mom and then your dad right so like mm-hmm. how are you supposed to love somebody if you don't know anything about them yeah right so and like, that's a good yeah so like the this like series like i i literally i was in love with it just because like you learn about like who you know it's not like everybody knows like i mean i hope everyone knows like um about the prophet what his story and all that but like you don't really know who he is as a person unless you actually go out and seek that knowledge i guess mm-hmm. and like it was like it was so good. It's just like, yeah. like five, between five and ten minutes, maybe a little bit longer than that sometimes, of just learning mm-hmm. about the prophet, about like how he interacted with other people, and you just like when you when you hear about how he how like how his character was, how he acted, like you literally, it's you cannot fall in love with him. Like, yeah, that's facts. On that note, I actually remembered something. Um, my friend was telling me about the it's a book called The Sealed Nectar. Um, I think it's a biography, like a scene basically about Muhammad, his life story, um, and she really liked that one. And there's also another book called The Simple Sira, and I heard it's like like the Sira but written in like a Harry Potter type way. So Wait, me and my what? friends are actually trying to not Harry Potter type book, but like like the way it's written, like it's just like like a really interesting fun story. Okay. Um, yeah. So me and my friends would think you're reading that like as a book club thing. During Interesting. Obama. Yeah, that's so, cute. Yeah, if you like to read, definitely check out the Sealed Nectar or the Simple Sita. But yeah. Anyway, oh, like you were, I want to add this earlier, but so the Prophet Muhammad one, the Sita video series, whatever, last year. This year, I just watched the trailer the other day. It's called Judgment Day: Deeds That Light the Way, and just the oh. trailer was so you need to watch it it was actually like insane it was so interesting and like the production value like wow um but yeah it should be really good i'm very excited for that one that's exciting yeah yeah okay but anyway back to podcast recommendations so we already said yakin is excellent um oh yakin has like multiple series by different people i really like the guidebook to god one that's definitely one of my favorites i think it's like yahya ibrahim is his name um, but it's just, like, very, like, bite-sized. Like, one of my biggest complaints is, like, yes, the stuff that we learn is, like, very important, but sometimes it doesn't feel very applicable to our daily lives. And Guidebook to God, it just, like, simplifies it in such a way that it's, like, this is something that you can do to be closer to God. Here's something right now, in two seconds, that you can apply to your life and practice it. And it's, like, in a very digestible way, very easy to understand, I saw in English, obviously. So that's definitely one of my favorite series. Highly recommend that one. Um, there's 30 episodes of that. And then there's another one. Oh, I can't remember her name. It's like a Tahajid one. 
it's all about tahajjud and like inspires you to pray tahajjud it's actually that actually was one of the biggest things that inspired me to start praying tahajjud. okay it's called turning i don't know tahajjud waking soul and society and it's actually so interesting it teaches about how like all these societal problems that we have like within the ummah a lot of them could be easily solved if like we just started praying tahajjud but like nobody Dang. knows that nobody does it and it's just like quite sad to like yeah it's, it's so interesting so highly recommend Tahajjud Waking Soul and Society by Dr. Tamara Tamara I heard I thought she was black <laughs> I thought she was black and then I saw on Instagram that it's a I don't know I think she's she looks kind of white and I was so shocked <laughs> anyway um those are my favorite Yaqeen podcast um what else do you have any other recommendations Mm. no i don't think so i honestly like yakin institute was like my top thing last year yeah i yeah. like yeah i like the like knowledge um just like podcasts where you just like learn stuff yeah i don't, I don't know what was what that added to the conversation oh you know anyway, sometimes um i think i don't know if they do this every year but last year they did like um like they would go over, like, a juz of the Qur'an or, like... Oh, yeah, 30 yeah. for 30? Yeah, yes, 30 yeah. for 30. And they'd have, like, guest speakers on there, too, which was really interesting because mm-hmm. it's not... You hear, like, Omar Suleiman um, speaking on, like, t- and, like his thoughts on whatever, but and then yeah. also, like, a guest who brings in, like, a completely different perspective or focuses on something completely different within that same yeah. juz. So, like, uh, that was really, yeah. really interesting as well. Yeah, I think that'd be cool if, like, I... For example, if we read, like, the first juz and, like, the first day, and then we can go and listen yeah, to other people's exactly. interpretations of it. I feel like that would be very productive mm-hmm. and helpful. Not productive. I don't know. I keep saying that word. Mm-hmm. But another suggestion, if you're trying to get away from music or something, um, there's this guy called Keenan, Keenan, I don't know, Salam, um, on Spotify. You can check him out. You've probably heard his spoken word poetry, Dear Hijabi, on TikTok. It's like you look at her, you look at her and call her oppressed and judge her because of the way she is dressed. Uh, I'm not gonna say the worst, the rest, <laughs> but you probably know it. Um, love that one. I don't. I don't hear it. He actually, you can check it out on Spotify. <laughs> I'm fine. Um, so he does like spoken word poetry, and it's all like vocals in the background. So, but it's also so. It's first of all, it's very soothing to hear. But also, it's, like, you learn so much. Like, he has, like, spoken word poetry about, like, Imam Hanbali. Hanbali. And, like, Imam Maliki and Shafi'i and, like, the four madhabs. And, like, you hear the stories of these people that were so influential in Islam. And, like, the Khalifas and Prophet Muhammad and Aisha. Like, all of these, like, super important people that, like, our knowledge of these people, Loki just kind of ends at Sunday school. You know, mm-hmm. we occasionally hear lectures about them but like i really only recently have i started to actually like learn about the madhabs did you learn about the madhabs in sunday school i did I not <laughs> no i did not and i was actually looking for um books in our garage like our old sunday school books so i could find stuff to teach my students and i came across this like level eight um islamic studies book it's on my bed right now and I was flipping through there, and I was like, there's so much in here that I do not know. <laughs> and that's very embarrassing, because this is for middle school students. Mm-hmm. And there was a lesson in there on the methods. I was like, very basic information. Most of it, I actually, that's a lie. I did not know most of it. 
Um, so that's another one of my Ramadan goals is to read like a chapter of that a day. It's mm-hmm. only like two or three pages, so um, yeah, yeah, just going back to my my roots. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah, good. just like educating ourselves on like very important things that we probably did not learn in Sunday school. Um, yeah. But yeah, this guy Kenan Kenan Sadam, like you can like just I'm begging you guys to go listen to him for even just two seconds. Modesty so unusual. That's an, another cute one. Um, but yeah, he just like talks about like really cool stuff. Um, so that's another alternative to music if you're looking for one. Oh yeah. Um, so um, yeah. Just a quick like, I feel like we should explain the music thing. Like, so during this is not something that everyone does, obviously. Um, but it's just like not listening to music or not watching your shows and stuff. It's just a way of like. getting rid of those distractions that are like keeping you from focusing more on your deen or on the quran and whatever so like it's not like fard right is it because i mean the vast majority not the vast majority i mean i'm pretty sure all of the sunni medhubs agree that what's it called instruments are impermissible so you in that sense, you really shouldn't be listening to that type of music. I'm not talking just about music. I'm talking about, like, entertainment in general. Like, watching TV and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Try and limit that? Yeah, yeah. I'm saying, like, yeah. it's not, like, you don't have to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, like, required of you. But because it's the you month should. of Ramadan and you want to focus on worship and all this other stuff that's more important, you want yeah. to not listen. Like, a lot of people will not listen to music, not watch TV, not watch like movies you know like all these other things that are like but i feel like music is different from the other things because music is yeah pretty much like not you're really not especially since a lot a lot of things that people listen to these days are very much not appropriate yeah but uh, yeah but that's what i'm saying like a lot of like the tv shows that we watch as well oh i get what you're saying Yeah, Yeah. yeah yeah especially if you live in the west exactly so yeah oh my god remember that one time Rummy, like the TV show came out during Ramadan, and I was literally like, "God forgive me," because this is don't don't watch the show. Do not watch the show, especially not. So at least not during Ramadan, yeah. <laughs> um, but God is my witness. I told you not to watch the show. So, um, what was I saying? Yeah, yeah, limit all that stuff. Oh my God, I feel so bad all the time. We're like, don't listen to songs. Go listen to. Go listen to the Quran, please. <laughs> Go yes. uh, let that be your number one thing. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. and then consider listening to <laughs> No no no. You should listen to podcasts though, because they're like very informative and like all that stuff. Is that it? Dress well. Oh my god, we forgot one of the biggest ones. Y'all hear me all the time and all this uh, whenever I'm talking about making du'a, yeah, yeah, how yeah, important yeah. it is, how much I love to make du'a. Um, <laughs> so what I want to do this Ramadan is like make a list of like I want to. St- I need to start now because I already screwed up. Oh, what I did last Ramadan is I exchanged du'as with all of my friends. I posted on my story. I said swipe That's up with the du'a, and then I added all of their theirs to my like all of their du'as to my list. And then if they asked for mine back, I would give it to them. Mm-hmm. because why not right. so then i have this like whole list of things so i need to start now so i make a like a 
comprehensive list of every single thing that I want. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm gonna make this it is like literally the time make these duas every single day. Mm-hmm. Every Especially single the last day. So inshallah they'll get answered. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Oh, we didn't okay, even talk about we'll that. Come back either. to the dua thing. I know. <laughs> um, so making dua every single day. That's a big one. Another one that I want to. I want to do like just like obviously the whole like not fighting not picking fights with anybody i don't want to fight with anybody during all on mm-hmm. um I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna do that sorry i'm fasting and walk away <laughs> even if it's petty um so i want to say that at least three times no um <laughs> i want crying. to like not pick fights like i really don't want to do any of that yeah um, I, I know how hard that's gonna be for you live now but shut up shut up um <laughs> i just need to avoid my family <laughs> the entirety of Ramadan. Um, uh what was i saying yeah, yeah, yeah just like generally try and be a better person i'm not gonna cheat on my exam okay i know i wasn't gonna cheat anyway <laughs> okay um yeah yeah just like overall try and be a better person right. i want to give more I'm gonna try and like do one of those things where it donates money. Like you donate like a lump sum and it splits it up so it yeah. donates for you every. Mm-hmm. I did that for the the last ten nights. There's yeah, a, uh, what's it called a thing too. right? Yeah, called yeah. Last ten there's nights. Like, mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't know, nights. yeah, there's like a, a website or something you can go to. It's called My Last Ten Nights. So you'll called. donate say like a hundred dollars. Like you send them a hundred dollars from your card, and then if you do it early enough, hopefully, um, they donate like ten dollars every single night. So that hopefully one of them falls on the day to the Qadr. I mean, obviously all of them are going to help you. Yeah. But then you know for a fact that you did something good on the day to the Qadr. So yeah, that's a cool thing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I also want to do more for my community. Um, when we were younger, we were in a youth group and we did this like 10 acts of kindness campaign for the last 10 days of Ramadan. So we would like volunteer at somewhere else in the community every day. So I don't know if I have the capacity for that this Ramadan. But definitely I want to help out, like, my local homeless community, um, doing something, even if it's just passing yeah. out, like, chips and clementines and, like, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really want to try and give back more. One more thing. Go ahead. And this is, I want to, this is, like, kind of unrelated, but, like, you know, if you really think about it, like, okay, I want to establish a workout routine. For Ramadan, like I want to exercise, like for example, like half an hour. No, no, not half an hour. Maybe like forty-five minutes. Do like a fifteen-minute, I don't know, thirty-minute workout, and then shower and run to the masjid, so that I can like you know exercising can be like a part of my because you know taking care of your body is a um, an act of worship. Yeah, right? yeah. And it's sure. also just like very good to like you know. So yeah, it's another thing, kind of unrelated but related. Okay, so going back to du'a, there's, like, du'a books for, like, the last, like, for all of Ramadan, really, but, like, I think Yaqeen Institute, like, shared one last year on, like, mm-hmm. on Spotify or whatever, and it was, like, one du'a, like, for each day, so, like, you could, like, memorize Ooh. one a day, or you could just, like, say that one each day, or, like, yeah. you could do all of them, cool. you, it's, like, yeah, yeah. And it has, like, the context that it was in, used in and, like, the mm. meaning of it. And you can... It's, like... It was pretty helpful. I liked it. It's nice. And you yeah. can also just, like, read all of them, like, while you're making your dawn during Tahajjud or at night or whatever. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, one more thing. Uh, I want to, like... Like, I have, like, Morning with God. Like, I... I just kind of made my own. Which isn't allowed. <laughs> 
Um, basically, you know that. how like widgets. This uh, hashtag life hack. Um, widgets on your phone. Like you can have, for example, widget like the app Widget Smith. You can put a picture on your home screen. So I went on Canva and I made a basically a bunch of can like square things, whatever. And I put like the thing in Arabic on top and the English translation on the bottom. Um, and it's just a bunch of like morning draws and like yeah, um, what's it called? Morning of God. That is good to say in the morning, my husband alone, and yeah, yeah, yeah. the nail men stuff like that. There's um, apps for that so too. That you, every day, you know, so um, oh, true, true, true. Artistic, I guess. You're not too artsy, yeah. Okay, yeah, I think that's it. Um, some final notes. Oh, I wanted to. I didn't say this earlier, but uh, I would recommend like listening to different Quran reciters. Um. Because I feel like listening, I'll be listening to... My mom's like a fan of Sheikh Sudeis. I was not like a fan of him. Um, <laughs> but Sheikh Musharirat, Rashid, Rashid. I don't know how to say these names. <laughs> um, he's a good one. He's a classic. Um, he's good. One new one that I'm a big fan of. He's not new. But Sheikh Noreen um, Muhammad Sadiq. He's like the really famous Sudanese one, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, beautiful voice just mm-hmm. thinking about it um, so yeah I mean if you like are not super big on listening to Quran definitely try out some new um, reciters and hopefully you'll find yes. what you've got to yeah and for the women out there there are female reciters I think there's a whole app yeah. for that now too or something and I heard like at the beginning of Ramadan they're like dropping like Quran reciters on like the big Quran apps I don't remember which one oh, it was okay. But yeah, they're like, it's pretty cool. I love, we love to see it. Right. Oh, uh, we didn't all, we didn't mention this earlier, but memorizing Quran. I mean, that wasn't like one of my goals, but like, no, I'm yeah. going to make it one. I'm going to try and memorize like the Quran, the Quran, the surahs that I had memorized as a kid, which just yeah, kind of slowly That's faded from my mind. Say. Yeah, bro, al That's embarrassing <laughs> that I'm mentioning this on air. I actually want to take it back. <laughs> Because uh, it's humiliating. And <laughs> Vegina is like, I don't want to say my arch nemesis because we love the Quran, but I, it's taken me years. Oh, <laughs> and it's going to take me a couple more Ramadans to get that one down. Um, that one refuses to stick. But maybe this this Ramadan will finally I'm gonna get it down. Yeah. Maybe that should be okay. just just, just that. That's, that's it. That's going to take up the uh, first. 10 days or 20 at least Mm -hmm. okay anyway but yeah oh yeah yeah. and then final note kind of on that same note um we're all on our own journeys so kind of take the sentiment that we have talked about today and apply it to your own life so i'm sure there are people out there that are listening to this i mean maybe like half it's like memorized a good chunk of the Quran way further than we are. Right. Um, and people that, on like, the other end of that spectrum who are... Exactly. Yeah, so, like, I just want to say... Don't knock don't, yourself. Right. I don't know. Don't push yourself too hard, either, because mm-hmm. you're, you're going to end up burnt out, and, like... Yeah. It's not Just, it. like, do your best, and as long as you're doing something, that's... Mm-hmm. that's It's something, you know? Yeah, I say this all the time. Um, progress, not perfection. I don't know where I got that from. Not an original thought. 
at all. Mm. But yeah, it's just matters that you're trying. So like, yeah, if exactly. You, I don't know. Wear booty shirts all day, every day. No judgment. <laughs> but okay. like, why you did know, you come up with that example? <laughs> that was the first thing that came to mind of us. The other, the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> No, no, no! You can wear booty shorts and yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. Okay, what I'm trying to say is that like, um, you can like, like if you are wearing not the most modest clothes, maybe like your goal can be to wear more leggings and joggers. And if you're at joggers, maybe <laughs> loose pants, wide leg pants. And then maybe move it up to dresses and our uh, bias. Well, okay, I also want to point this out. Like, we're decentering Arabness from our Islamic practices. I only say our bias because it's, like, part of our culture to an extent. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, if you're Pakistani, wear some modest shulkarmis to the masjid and rock it in your everyday life. Mm-hmm. Period. Like, yeah, just do do you, basically. But you get the idea. Where yeah. we're all just focused on improving ourselves. And you don't it's need to compare your effort. to anybody else's. But yeah. yeah. You know, there's always that one. Um, it's that hadith that's like, if you take one step towards Allah, he comes running to you or something like that. Ten, ten steps towards you. Like oh, yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying. Just just yeah, yeah. put in the work. Put in a, li- a little bit. At least a little bit. You know, just yeah. do what you can. Mm-hmm. But yeah hoping make inshallah we all no no i heard you're not supposed to say inshallah when you when make, you make dawn, dawn yeah yeah may allah grant us a happy productive prosperous ramadan mm-hmm. and well first of all give us the grant us the chance to reach ramadan, ramadan yes <laughs> yeah so inshallah i mean no no, no. may allah grant <laughs> us the opportunity to see ramadan and act upon all of the blessings and seek his forgiveness and mm-hmm. gross Muslims and people and everything good and yeah. I mean was that comprehensive? I hope it was. It was good enough. <laughs> I'm gonna continue making the offer, y'all. Continue making the offer me, for please. Us. Thank you. Appreciate it very much, especially if you listen this far, because we talk way too much. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Um, wishing y'all a very happy, blessed Milan. Yes, thank and you guys for listening. Apparently, um, fun fact: we were ranked like se- number seven in the top ten or top Black Muslim podcast by Feedspot. So that's cool. Undeserved, undeserved. Sorry, undeserved. I mean, we have no idea what we're doing. No, we don't. <laughs> very inconsistent. Okay, but we're working on that, right? But thank you guys. Thank you guys very much for listening. Like I said, a lot of our listeners are in the UK, the US, Canada, so many different countries. Like, we could not have guessed that we have listeners all over the world. Thank you guys for listening and Mm -hmm. stay tuned. Um, If you haven't followed us on Instagram, on Twitter, you you know all the handles. It's in our description and whatnot. So. Uh, have a nice Ramadan. Ramadan Mubarak. Peace.